tuned into verbal assault live stream we are a political podcast hitting from left right and center we do real talk about real issues in real time i have a host of people that are with me today i have mr brian parker on the left i have mr daniel on the right i have mr samuel kachera on the right and i have mr rob on the right and as your independent host i am and who is also a progressive i am accused of being a liberal leftist but i i don't necessarily agree the question today is much lighter than our usual questions which country is the best and or the safest to live in now and why so i i have asked our director to allow us to record a shorter show. So I figured the topic today, our answers would be a little bit quicker and a little bit uh, more concise. So we're going to keep it basic. I'd like to ask you guys, is the U.S. still on top? Brian Parker, I'm going to let you take that first question. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I thought you were going to give it to Sam because he asked this question about a week ago and we didn't get a that chance was- to answer it. That that would be too easy. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. So, and and because I know it was a question that Sam really really wanted to know, the answer to my question is is that I think it would be hard for me to say another place is a better place to live when I've lived here for over forty years, um, and I can only speak about this place. So I'm going to have a slight bias with it, and but but I do want to say this. This whole American exceptionalism where, you know, we're the greatest country in the world and no one's can beat us and we just go around and we kick everybody's ass and we dictate all the bluster that comes with it. I don't really like because um, we're not we are, in my opinion, we are the best place. But I think sometimes we have a little bit of vision of grandeur where we just think that because of that, that no one is better. And, and it's not even about that. It's about. Where do I feel like I have the best opportunity for my kids to do well, for me to do well, for my family to benefit, for me to contribute to society and things like that? And I do feel like where I currently am gives me the best uh, chance to do that. Okay. Now, I'd like to move this over to... Can I do uh, a follow-up on that for Brian? Um. I, I, give me give me one second. Um, I'm going to get. I'm going to move this over to Rob for a second because uh, Brian says something in relation to bluster and being the greatest country on the on on earth. And 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 Sam, I'm going to come right back to you. Rob Arnold, you uh, have Mayflower descendants in your lineage. Yes, I do. You, you are a right person and make America great again is the moniker that Trump and those people that vote for Trump, they're wearing those red hats. What's going on in America? Are we where we need to be or do we need to, do we need to move it up a couple of notches? 
Well, I think we have been moving it up a couple notches, a lot more than a couple notches under the MAGA um, type thinking, which is now really CAG. Um, so, but, you know. You say CAG, what does that mean? CAG? Uh, keep America Great. Okay. Um, Go ahead. So, and those will be the new caps that ought to be out. Um, you know, if we get back to where there's campaigning all over the place and all that sort of thing, and a regular presidential election cycle, you're going to see probably more CAG hats. But um, this country has its aid, its foreign aid, to I think it's three quarters of the planet gets some kind of aid, financial or otherwise, from this country. That makes us the greatest country in the world because we have We're, more money. Well, it, no, because we are the first superpower in human history that's being used for benevolence. You, you, we've never seen that before as a human race, as a race. We've never seen, you know, Rome didn't, you know, do anything along the lines of the benevolent activities this country engages in. Uh, you know, and so we're not only are we the greatest country in the world because we're the superpower that gives and, and aids uh, people, but uh, other countries, but also we have obviously the ultimate in freedom, in in free agency. Uh, now, when you have that ultimate in free will, uh, then you're going to have uh, larger pitfalls and more of them. People are going to fall into them, and you get morons that run on shooting people and stuff like that. But wow. so we we have we have bad things that come with that freedom. But I'll take that ultimate in freedom along with the bad that comes with it over any other system. And lastly, I'll say Winston Churchill said the system in the United States of America is the worst in the world until you count all the others. And you have said that before on the program. Yeah, I have said that once before. It goes to show that it's about the human condition more than anything. Right, right. Okay. Sam, you have lived in China for 20 years. You made a conscious choice. Marty, I'd, I'd like for you to go ahead and ask Daniel John. Oh, okay. Okay. Do me a favor. I, I, I understand you. I was coming to you because you wanted to interject something that Brian said earlier. So right. I'm, I'm on uh, you now. No, no, it's fine. Okay. So just, fine. okay. Just bear, bear with me here. Let me, let, let me, let me do my thing here. Um, I'm, I'm at you because you have lived in China for 20 years. You made a conscious choice to do business in Asia. You have done business in Australia and you have gotten a reputation of being a, a businessman that gets things done. So if if America is what it is, what makes being an international business person um, desirable? That freedom, that freedom that um, that Rob was just talking about, the freedom to move around at will. Uh, if, for example, if you were earning $50,000 a year on a job where you're go where you're spending eight hours a day, they're telling you what time you have to wake up. They're telling you what time you can go to sleep. They're telling you what time, uh, how often you can be sick and how many vacation days you can get in a year, right? They're telling you even when your weekend comes and goes, if I was earning 50,000 a year only, and I was just traveling, doing my business. At least I can wake up whenever I want to wake up. At least I can get sick whenever I want to get sick, have my vacation whenever I want. Still earning the same 50000 as you, but maybe I'll be in three different countries in a month or in two months. But okay. we're earning the same. So, yep. so I have okay. the, I have the so, freedom to move. I have the freedom to, to call my own day as I see fit. 
So what I'm hearing is that as an American who travels abroad, you have much more um, liberty and influence to do what you need to do on a global scale. That's that's, that's what it sounded like to me. Okay, yeah, okay, well, thanks. Right. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not getting I'm getting a delay in the response. I wasn't sure if I was heard. Okay, so um, Sam, there was also a comment that you wanted. Do you want to interject something on what Brian Parker had said earlier? Yeah, uh, well, Brian had Brian. You had mentioned that um, that you can speak. You're speaking that this would be the place because of your bias. But then, uh, me, but then later you had added, um, it was a great place to raise your kids. Uh, it was good mm -hmm. for education. Uh, and then, of course, you threw in the negative about the bluster, right? Yes. Um, while there is that bluster, uh, mm -hmm. do you do you think it is not deserving? Do you think that we don't deserve to say what we have? Well, I think there's a fine line between having pride in something and going overboard. Like, I'm proud of my children, but I'm not going to stand out in front of the apartment building that I live in and just brag about my kids as if they're the best thing in the world. Okay. You know, you can have pride, okay. but you can also be humble. Okay. And and being humble doesn't make you weak. And and having pride doesn't mean anything either. But you don't have to exact strength through bluster. You can be humble and strong at the exact same time. So can I ask you, this this bluster, where did you see that happening? I see it all over the place. And I and I and yes, I I, I know which where you what you mean, but even before him. I see it in people that just kind of go around with this whole mentality that America is just the greatest in the world and almost like. Well, it's called patriotism. Well, no, it's not. That's not what patriotism is. Yeah. You love no, no, it's no, it's not. Because because I'm a because I'm a patriot and I'm not a jackass when I sit there and talk about my country. So I, I think we conflate the uh, two things. You can be a patriot without being a jackass. I don't think saying that the United States of America is the greatest country in human history no, is anywhere that's, near. That's, 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 not, that's not what I'm saying, Rob. But what jack, I'm saying, Rob, what I'm saying is, is that we can do both, but we can also be reflective of the fact that we're not perfect. Look, we humility is very important. We I can acknowledge that. We can acknowledge We can acknowledge the fact that, yes, we're great, but can we be greater? Yes. We acknowledge that we're good, but can we be better? It just okay. it doesn't it, it's not it's not to me it's not a, a zero sum thing. You right. can have pride in what you are and who you are, and also acknowledge the part that hey, we still got some fucked up shit in our own closet too. Right, right, right. Okay, well, well, of I, course. I, you know it, the ones that run around with the heavy, heavy bluster about it all—they're annoying as well. Um, you know, to me, a cowboy fan. Yeah, What's that? exactly. Yeah, yeah. just like no, a I get cowboy the point. Fan. I do. But but I, I I'm just kind of trying to calibrate that a little bit and throw a little nuance into it. Uh, the most I'm going to say that the majority of the people that 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 you know sing America's praises on a regular basis uh, are people that you would think are behaving like jackasses, and I'm going to say that it's only a small sliver out of that that take it too far. Mm, mm, I don't know if everybody would agree with that. I'm going to move the next question over. Uh... <laughs> I'm going to Mr. General. Well, what, 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 guys, guys, let me move the question, please. To Daniel John. Daniel John, please. Um, and, and then I'll come back to you and let you add. Um, I, I'm moving the question over because of the fact that we have someone here. Um, 
you're you're pursuing psychology, and my assumption is that you're Indian American, sir. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. Okay. And 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 I feel that those of you that are on the panel are doing what typical Americans do. We step in and we sort of want to colonize or control a situation. And the guest that we have here, um, having, you know, as a first as a first generation American, I'd like to get your perspective on on what the interpretation of Americans are abroad. Please speak. Uh, Sadly, not that great. Wow. So, yeah, the. The, the comments like the one that we have made here just today, uh, you know, can come across uh, in the opposite way to someone else uh, hearing it in uh, a different setting, uh, you know, where they, they are not the greatest country in the world, where they are not the mightiest, we're not providing all the handouts and so forth. Um, and so I have had to, uh, you know, deal with uh, a lot of these, uh, you know, uh, situ- type of situations where it's, you know, tend to target it towards me, for example, and I am, you know, just uh, sitting there listening to them. So I just um, carefully sidestep rather than get into a, a heated argument with them about this issue. So I've heard it from, and even in settings where the judges are talking about uh, simply because I am a so-called American citizen, uh, they automatically have a tendency to start me off in a negative uh, light. So I have to deal with such things. And um, so you, you, unless you, you tread carefully, you have, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, can be become, it can become dangerous, it can become difficult, uh, and so forth. Wow. So, so, could you, so I wanted to ask you, you, could you, could you Sam, you wanted so to ask you, a question? Yeah, I would. I would like to. Go ahead. So, 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 Daniel, so you've been through these types of conversations before. Is that right? Sure. Yep. And, and, and what's great is that being a psychologist, you can also analyze maybe someone's perspective on this type of conversation. Is that right? Yeah, I can. I, I, uh, try to do that, but then you know sometimes people have a a tendency to you know to get to your weak spots and they keep coming back to you week and week over week, um, and uh, that can get you know that can push a lot of buttons. Yeah. Okay. Not meaning to push any buttons today, but the topic is uh, which do we consider to be the best country to live in? Um, right. I would I would like to hear your answer. I'd like to really hear your answer. Whose answer? Daniel Johns. Which country would be the best to live in under the circumstance of coronavirus? Okay. Well, assuming it's related no coron- to that. Assuming, assuming no coronavirus. Assuming assuming we turn the clock back to uh, yeah. to October last year. What would you be saying? But, but, but why? Yeah, yeah. I mean, naturally, the you know. Um, the United States would be the best place to live in because um, of all the things Rob keeps talking about. Um, and uh, so we have an advantage. Uh, and especially, I wanted to plug in that uh, little bit of uh, independent right thinking attitude, which is that under this president and under this economy, uh, you know, we've all benefited or most people have benefited and I think it's amazing, um, 
you know, if I look back at, uh, you know, just last, um, you know, 20 years, uh, the opportunities that have been provided in the last four years have, uh, you know, tremendously um, surpassed any of the previous administrations that I can remember in recent times. And I go back to Jimmy Carter from when I came to the country. So, mm, um, yeah, so um, there was a surge under Ronald Reagan too, no doubt. But, you know, this is unprecedented times that we're looking at, in not only in terms of the stock market and in terms of, uh, you know, um, uh, the uh, 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 private companies opening up their hiring uh, and, uh, providing bigger paychecks. Even the federal government, you know, has uh, have opened up jobs that they never opened up. And it, you know, and it's, uh, I think uh, from what I've heard, uh, when the Trump administration came in, uh, they asked all the federal jobs that were closed to be become open and so forth. So, uh, and the pay scales have also gone up. So if you are changing jobs, you may, my case, I was looking, I got a 20% raise. Um, and those are the type of things that I'm talking about, unprecedented. Yeah, and not to mention, Daniel, the, uh, the 401ks. Hey, Marquis, I'd like to add something as it relates to Corona and the Please U.S. Sure. Um, what it is, is I, I would submit that it really depends on where you are uh, in the U.S. Um, in Montana, they have uh, about 200 cases. Same with North Dakota. Same with South Dakota. You got Minnesota at uh, over 900. You got Idaho at about a thousand, then and New Mexico five hundred, uh, you know Arkansas eight hundred. So these these are all under a thousand. And then you look at the epicenter where you've got you know one hundred twenty two thousand five hundred in New York and thirty seven thousand five hundred in New Jersey. And uh, so if you're living in New York City as I am, you're not as safe as if you were living in Wyoming where there's only a hundred. Okay. Um, but but it was interesting because when Sam was asking the question, he went back and said, "Without the coronavirus, you know, what so you say this, this country?" But 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 where we are right now is we have we're with the epicenter of this pandemic uh, globally, and we've got a situation here that we really don't know what direction it's going to go into. And so it, it leads me to my next question. Um, if it, this continues in this current state, if you could be anywhere, where would you want to be? Sam, I'm going to ask you to take that question first. If you could be anywhere, where would you want to be? Uh, I know that you're calling us from Connecticut, so you're not in New York City, but at one point you expected to be in New York City. And so where would you like to be? Where would I like to be? You mean in the world or in the U.S.? Uh, either or. Mm -hmm. mm, okay. Uh, if 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 it's in the world, I would choose either Philippines or Australia. Um, hot climate over America. In the in okay. the question was in this current climate in this pandemic, yeah. Yes. Right. So it doesn't matter where you are in the world, you're not going to work, right? So you might as well choose a place where you can enjoy. Yeah, as okay. best as, Costa Rica, as, baby. As best as you possibly can. So for me, right. it's Very either Sydney or the Philippines. Nice weather, nice beaches, and 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 because everyone is spread out, because I'm in constant contact with these places, I know that there's really no one out there. Uh, yeah, 
I would choose one of these places. Probably not the Philippines because they're more strict on their lockdown. Um, wow. So yeah, I'd probably go to I'd probably go to Sydney. Um, now, in Rob, terms, in terms of the the, um, the the yeah. Anyway, just go ahead. Go ahead, Rob. <laughs> Did you want to add something, Sam? No, no, it's cool. Yeah, again, it, it really depends on where you are. I want to hear from everyone. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Where would you like go to be, Rob? Ahead. Well, I mean, if I, you know, the place I would want to live out of the entire world the most is New York City. Uh, I and I've traveled this world. I've been to you know several countries, and Despite every time what's I going on, I'm sorry. Despite what's going on. Despite yes, because even though because even though it's a higher number here at 122,500 cases in New York, um, I still feel safe. I, you're not as safe uh, from contracting this as you would be, as I pointed out, in a place like Wyoming with 100. But I still feel extremely safe. The odds are still great that, A, I won't catch this disease, and that, B, if I did, I wouldn't die from it. Hmm. Okay, wow. That's um, that's interesting observation there. Okay, and, and quite a different perspective. Brian Parker uh where where why <laughs> where and why I, I i mean i'm i'm still gonna say i'd rather just be where i am right now to be honest <laughs> with you. yeah i mean right, right here in trump's america well <laughs> no no it's because i don't consider it anybody's america see that's no, the difference not even because yeah he i don't remember him signing the constitution um, so even though he may say he did and half of y'all believe him, who says he signed um, the constitution? Yeah. He'll probably say he signed it and y'all don't believe him. Yeah. See, there's another, but, uh, no, I'd, I'd, I'd rather be here. Let me, I didn't hear that. Who, who says that he signed the constitution that he didn't? No, it's he's not that somebody man. says it. He, he, said, <laughs> oh. he said, you all act as if he signed the constitution. He's upholding it. Yeah, I see. I see, Sam. You're right. <laughs> you said it was a bad joke? I don't know. I, I got the joke. So maybe <laughs> maybe that's me and my left leanings. But yeah, um, probably. So what about I, you, Mark? Where would you like to be? Well, let's see. Um, you know, and why? I, I, I'm not so sure. Uh, I know that right now that everyone that lives in New York City who has an opportunity to leave is leaving. I would like the fr a more freedom of movement. And so maybe I'd like to be in the Hamptons with, uh, you know, where I could do some writing, uh, but that's still New York state. Uh, maybe I'd like to be on Martha's Vineyard in Math Massachusetts where I could uh, isolate and get some work done. Uh, but both of those places are in the United States. Now I've never traveled outside the country. But, you know, Rob mentioned Costa Rica and Costa Rica with its uh, lower stress factor yeah. and uh, availability of sun sounds awfully good right now. Yeah. So when we talk about which country is safe or the best to live in, the United States may be the safest because of its uh, because You didn't ask Daniel the question, which country would he like to be in? I'm sorry? Daniel didn't get his answer, his answer, Sam. His answer uh, is he's not sure. I'm sorry, it, Sam. It, Sam, you asked me a question. I'm in. I'm in the process of finishing my answer. If I may. No, you had moved on um, to safe. 
We were talking about no, which no, no. country you like to live in. Right. So I'm referring back to the original topic of, of, of safety or best. That's what today's topic is about. So when I'm saying safety, I would say the United States, but um, there are times that I say, you know, I'd like to probably be in a, a warmer climate that's a little more low key. Uh, and it, it could be a place like a Costa Rica or or in Australia, but I don't know because I haven't traveled to those places. Uh, but nice. I will say that, you know, which country is the best to live in? Uh, I would say that depends on who you are. And it's it's not the best for everybody. And that's just an observation that I've made at 53. So um, Good point. I, I, I'd Good like point. to say now... I actually did answer the question. I answered the question as best as I could to my ability, but I I uh, I don't know what else you would be looking for. Well, I for. thought the question said, "Which country would you like to live in?" Right, and being that you I've only lived country. in one, it's hard it's hard for me to give an actual perspective. So, I, I mentioned I probably like to live in Costa Rica or Australia because of the climate. So the question was answered. You would probably okay. Now, so it, that's the answer. You would probably like to live there. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, and why? Gonna, because of because of the climate, because of the temperature. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now I'm. I don't. Now. Now what I'm observing here is what happens typically with Americans. What we do is we walk into a situation and we often dominate a situation without regard for other people. And I'm observing it here, and. On three different attempts, I've wanted to move a question over to our guest, and it's been pulled back. So I, I want you guys to think of this when you say America is great, to go into a place and to dictate how that place is run means that other people on the other side are not going to interpret it the same way. And I think, um, I think that when uh, Daniel John made the comment of what he did about being someone who's from another country and having seen their viewpoint of Americans, this is playing out right here. So I want you all to be mindful of that. Um, and, 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 and Dr. Jenny, John, I don't wanna speak of you as if you're not here, but do you relate to what I'm saying on any level? I do, uh, that's what I said, you're correct. Okay, so um, I and 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 and, I, and it, we do it we do it sometimes without thinking about it, uh, but do you feel that in this <laughs> current me, climate for I'd you, like I'd like to address that. Uh, well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, um, because I mean, because on. we're doing what we're doing what Americans do, and we're doing what Americans do, and we kind of come in and we we dominate, and I wanna I wanna take it back to him, and I just wanna ask you, uh. As someone who's moved to America, you've built up your career and you've got you you're taking advantage of opportunities here. Two beautiful children. Okay. What country do you feel is the best to live in? Um, and 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 I'd like to keep it current. I'd like to talk about right now, I'd like to talk about uh, the coronavirus. I'd like to talk about global shutdown because you know what, guys, we always want to talk about Obama and we always want to talk about the nineties and the Clintons. We are, we're always going back, you know, sometimes we can talk about Reagan, but God damn it. Let's talk about what the fuck is going on right here. Historical right reference, Marquis. And, and excuse my profanity, but let's keep it current. Let's keep it real. So, uh, Daniel, John, go ahead. Tell me what you think right now. Safe is best. Go ahead. 
So, um, I, like I said at some point in the uh, uh, earlier session, uh, was that um, the warmer countries um, are best under coronavirus conditions uh, because the virus tends to not spread as fast. Now, that is, again, uh, you know, empirically proven or statistic, statistical data backs that. Uh, so, I would say that is the case. Now, um, there are certain countries that uh, I have a preference over where there's less coronavirus cases. I was born in a country called uh, Qatar. Qatar. I was Qatar. raised in a place called Dubai. I've been, you know, just in the last month, I uh, was down in all these places. And there's less fear going on there. There's less cases going on there. Beautiful places, you know, by the Arabian Sea. Okay. Uh, that you probably won't get much of a chance, uh, you know, to travel to. Okay. So would you consider yourself Middle Eastern? Middle Eastern is where I was born and grew up in. Right. Um, and um, I think those countries hold tremendous value. Less people, you get, um, you know, more for your dollar. Mm. Um, and I also have an interest in, um, you know, countries like um, Sierra Leone and, and so forth, Sri Lanka, which wow. is wow. the poorer countries. Okay. That where you can, let's say, a hundred thousand dollars, you get uh, a one thousand square foot uh, apartment that's overlooking, you know, the sea. Okay. Um, okay. And your, uh, let's say, a five hundred dollar social security check will go a lot a long way there. You can hire a servant in your apartment, you know, to give you company. Okay, I'm going. I'm going to give you about 10 more seconds and then I've got to move the conversation. Go ahead. And uh, sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. Uh, about five years ago, I did, uh, I had an assistant do a research on in the United States. And she came up with 20 cities in the United States that is between 50 degrees and 80 degrees all the time. So okay. when I retire, I'd like to be in one of those places. Well, right on. Okay. So that's somebody who says they would like the warmer climate. Um, you know, we, I'm I'm going I'm going to just close the show to 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 say this, and I I want to remind people that America has many great opportunities. Uh, whether you're born here or whether you move here, there are different levels of opportunities for different people. Unfortunately, everybody's not exposed to the same. Um, the United States is still a work in progress. And hopefully we as Americans uh, don't take that for granted. We're very, very blessed to have been born here. Uh, but I would like to remind those of us who are born here to remember that not everyone gets the same opportunities uh, because not everyone is allowed the same opportunities. And so we are still a work in progress. We live in a great country. We're growing and hopefully we're always mindful of others. And we do have a role to play on the global stage. Uh, I want to thank uh, Brian Parker, Samuel Kachira, Rob Arnold, and Daniel John for being part of today's program. And, um, you know, do tune in tomorrow where we'll have free for all Fridays, which um, I think it'll be quite an interesting conversation because we have strong opinions here. And, um, you know, we hopefully are, are going to be have more information next week and hopefully we will be in a safer place and um, we will see some progress happen with this virus. Uh, we are asking our audience to join us for free for all Fridays. We just let the conversation flow and see where it ends up. 
whether you're listening to us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Vimeo, YouTube, Snapchat, or TikTok, you can interact with us and be part of the conversation. Whether you're listening to us on one of the 14 platforms, which includes Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, we want to thank you for listening. I want to thank my panelists. I know there's more that you wanted to say, but we're doing a short broadcast today. Please tune in tomorrow for free for all Fridays on April the 8th. And you are tuned into Verbal Assault live stream. We'll see you on Friday. I'm different. I'm different.